It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. What's happening, Better Faster Podcast listeners? Today we're joined by my colleague and my strength coach, Dr. Kyle Thibodeau. Kyle and Josh have developed a continuing education course called Strength and Conditioning in the Clinic that's going to be held at Vertex Casey on May 18th and 19th. And in this one, they discuss why they developed the material, who should attend, and what all you can expect if you come. So if you want to visit Casey, South Carolina, a.k.a. God's Country, and hang out with us, and maybe grab some barbecue after the course that Saturday night, the link for registration is in the show notes. And as always, if you like the episode, head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Enjoy the episode. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of the Better Faster podcast. We're joined by one of my esteemed colleagues, Dr. Kyle Thibodeau. He's actually making his second appearance here on the podcast, and he's going to talk about the upcoming continuing education course called Strength and Conditioning in the Clinic. And that's one that he's going to be teaching alongside my co-host, Josh, and it's going to be held at our clinic, Vertex PT Specialist in Casey, South Carolina, on May 18th and 19th. I know I'm very excited to be attending this one. I got a feeling it's going to be wildly successful. But before we dive into that, Kyle, thank you for joining us. How you doing, man? Looks like you and the wife uh, had a good weekend in G Vegas. Yeah, man, doing great. We had a good, uh, good weekend in Greenville for our first time. So we are back. Just got a meal prepping and excited to be on the podcast. Awesome, man. Well, definitely glad to have you here again. And let's go ahead and dive right into this. So you and Josh have this course coming up. Y'all been working on it for a while now. And you know, they say necessity is another invention. So can you talk about why you guys decided to start this course in the first place? Yeah, as a whole, um, if you look at the profession as a whole, we tend to underload as PTs. That's in the acute care setting. That's in all settings. Um, now, the reason for it, not really sure. Um, it could be due to lack of equipment, could be to lack of confidence, uh, but we're trying to help people to understand just basic um, strength conditioning principles, principles and be able to implement them into the clinic so that we can address this concern. I like that, man. And, and I think another point, too, is, you know, that it, it's honestly a reflection of what PT school currently is, right? Because historically, I think as, as professionals, we assume that PT school is going to equip us with all the necessary information to not only be competent, but to be great at our jobs. But, you know, and I think the problem is, and it's not necessarily the fault of the programs, it's that they're required to teach a certain curriculum that can really be outdated. Um, Let's call it what it is. And, you know, and that has to be done in order to stay accredited or else your school gets shut down. You know, I guess my point with that is, and I hope the listeners can conceptualize that, 
you know, in this day and age, it's become vital to seek out high quality continuing education in order to supplement your education and, and to stay up to date or else you're, you're probably going to fall behind in clinical practice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, going into school, I knew that I wanted to um, kind of expand my, my base on some of the strength conditioning stuff as well. Um, and that's why I went into the um, NSCA, CSCS and got all of that. Um, but at the end of the day, still left me hanging with some more questions, um, some more higher level information. Um, and we're hoping that this course can bring some of that information. Awesome, man. Well, um, so with that said, you know, it sounds like this is for people who want to, you know, seek out uh, more information just on all aspects of strength and conditioning. But, you know, specifically, who, who can attend? I guess a better way to rephrase that is who should attend? Is this just for physical therapists? Can students attend? Other professionals? That kind of thing. Yeah, Josh, feel free to chime in whenever, but um, we're trying to target more so the physical therapist, and that, that can be in any setting. That can be acute care, uh, the skilled nursing facility, outpatient orthopedic, neuro, whatever setting that is, um, as well as the chiropractors, students are welcome. Anyone who is interested in learning a little bit more about strength conditioning principles um, and being able to implement them, uh, this, this will be a great course for them. If they have any questions, feel free to email us or contact the podcast and we can direct them on whether this might be a good course for them or not. Awesome. So pretty much any clinician essentially. So PT students, PT yeah, exactly. chiropractors, all are welcome. Yeah. We actually got a, uh, yeah. So definitely some students too. We actually, you know, do have a, a sizable student discount. We know that, you know, especially me being a student, I know that it can be difficult to find uh, the funds sometime, but we feel so strongly that the content here is so important that uh, we wanted to make it as affordable as we could for, for students there because like, you know, Kyle mentioned, it's not, you know, it's one of those things, it, it's not information that we're uh, obtaining in traditional PT curriculum, but we feel it is essential and, and vital information for all types of settings, you know, for all the reasons Kyle mentioned, underlo the, the underloading epidemic as PTs, but, but also just, you know, there's a huge push for, for you know, just including more health and wellness you know, and lifestyle benefits to in, within our treatment plans and, and more of a public health service and, and looking at the whole person. Um, and then, you know, we know that there's a huge gap in a lot of times from uh, a physical therapist's ability to take you from the end of maybe your uh, kind of acute issue and then get you really returning to the activity or sport you're trying to get to. And we're trying to help bridge that gap a little bit. So um, it definitely is something that, you know, I completely agree that is, uh, you know, vital and essential information. But um, if you're a student, don't feel like you can't you know jump into this too it's a great opportunity for you to further your knowledge base be more prepared for your uh, upcoming clinicals or clinical practice and then also you know again there's a nice little student discount for you so with that said then um you know talking about bridging the gap and you know i guess without giving too much away let's let's get to the nuts and bolts a little bit so what all can we look forward to in this course i mean essentially what are you guys going to go over specifically yeah so um we're going to talk about, about quite a few things. Um, I guess just from the, the actual title of the course, Strength and Conditioning, we will be addressing strength and conditioning. So a lot of people, when they hear that, they might think more so on the strength side, um, but we are going to throw in some conditioning stuff on, on the back end um, because that is also, like Josh said, the actual transition from PT to performance. Um, out on the field or wherever that is, um, the conditioning side is definitely underlooked. So we'll definitely be talking more about some energy system work um, and, and that such throughout the entire um, treatment process to make sure they're ready to go when the time is ready. 
Um, but then we'll also be talking about just basic principles of strength, hypertrophy. We know, um, like, after ACL, we're looking for extension, we're looking for size, right? As far as, like, functional outcomes down the road. And so how do we actually increase size? Um, you know, if, if we're underdosing people, we're not going to get the size they need, and then we know the outcomes are worse. So basic things as far as strength parameters, um, hypertrophy par parameters, we're talking about power. Um, we'll go into some Olympic lifting stuff too, time under tension, rest periods, um, all of that based off of the actual adaptation we're trying to make. Um, we'll get into some higher level stuff too. Um, as as y'all know, Josh has uh, Carolina performance training. So we'll get into some higher level stuff, talking about some PAP, um, some more uh, accommodating resistance type stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll stick primarily to uh, stuff that we'll be able to be using the clinic just because it is geared more towards the clinician, uh, but there will be also some stuff for the higher level strength coach too. Outstanding. Um, so, and again, just to kind of elaborate on that a little bit too. So we're talking about clinicians attending this course and you specifically mentioned the example about uh, patients who have had an ACL reconstruction. So is potentially, I guess, introducing these movements, you know, while a person is in a certain, I guess the better way to ask that is, are y'all going to talk about, you know, how we can implement these things in the different stages of maybe the healing timeline, right? Because we can't necessarily, you know, treat all these people the same, just like, you know, a, you know, healthy non-injured athlete just coming off the street. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're lucky enough to have uh, blood flow restriction at our clinic at Vertex. And um, that's, that goes, exactly what we're talking about here. We're not going to dive too much into BFR. We are going to mention it. Um, but yeah, it'll be throughout the whole entire, throughout the whole entire um, stages of, of healing with those surgeries, but it'll also be for the people um, who are non-operative too, um, just trying to work on basic things, um, working on strength versus size versus power, uh, et cetera. Awesome. And also not just the principles, but also like the methods of, so we'll talk about um, like reps and reserve. Like how are you actually going to program this into the training session for that person um, during that hour or however long you have with them, um, like RPE stuff and reps and reserve, session RPE, um, total like acute chronic workload ratio, all that kind of stuff. Sounds good. And is there, is there also going to be a movement component to this as well? Are the attendees going to actually get to practice some things, maybe do some assessment, maybe actually go through some of these movements, maybe learn them if it's the first time they've ever actually been exposed to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think that's hugely important too, because not, you know, it's, there's kind of two sides of this whole thing. You've got to be able to understand the intricacies of, of design of program design, you know, basically the big questions, the when the how and the what, um, and then also how are you going to progress it, which is all we're going to, things we're going to talk about too. But, you know, all of that doesn't matter if we're suffering from a movement quality standpoint. Um, and so there really has to be a, a sound knowledge of the basic movement patterns and having, a, you know, a, some tools in kind of your repertoire of what you're going to use in those movement patterns and maybe how you would adjust them based on specific cases. So we're going to go over squats, hinges, pushes, pulls, single leg work, carries, and, and our favorite, you know, variations of those and practice those and go through them to ensure that, you know, each person leaves there comfortable knowing like, hey, 
I know that my patient, this patient, Sally, that can, comes in at 10 a.m. on Monday, she needs to, to squat for what, I, you know, what she wants to be able to do. I now feel confident that I can look at her squat and, and help her with the movement itself, but I can also make sure that it's an appropriate variation for her. I'm loading it appropriately, and I know what I'm going to do next. I'm not just going to give her 3 by 10 squat uh, you know, or sit to stand with a chair holding a kettlebell for the next six weeks. I know where I'm going next, and I know why I'm going there next, and I know how that fits into what I'm trying to accomplish over the course of the entire plan for her to get her back to what she wants to get back to. So, you know, our goal is for people to be able to leave the, leave the course on Sunday and and because it's a two-day course, Saturday and Sunday, and be ready on Monday morning to, you know, take each person that comes to their clinic and put it right to practice. So um, there definitely is going to be some moving around for sure. No, I love that, man. And that's such an underrated point. I mean, for the novices out there listening who really don't know where to start with string addition, I mean, just just imagine being able to show up to work on Monday after this course and being able to confidently program movement, something like a power snatch, a power clean, maybe a box squat for a patient that only has acute pain in their knee when they get to the bottom of the squat. I mean, what's going to happen is that person's going to, they're going to get better eventually, but now you're starting to speak the same language as your patient, right? And now they know you're on their side. And once you've achieved that, the whole process is going to go so much smoother and, and probably faster because they're actually training, you know, really training and creating some real adaptation. And, you know, that's, that's a way that you can not only help get people better faster, but you've also created a lifelong fan of PT. And they're going to be much more likely to refer their friend or their family member to you next time something comes up. So you know, that's, a, that's a really, really important point, you know, when we're talking about buy-in and creating the, you know, the patient alliance. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I think that Kyle made a good point, too, about this being not just strength training, too. It, it's There's going to be, uh, you know, conditioning component because, honestly, I, I'm a big believer that, you know, one of the reasons we have re-injury is because the person is not conditioned enough to be able to truly jump back in, and there's not enough of a, a you know, kind of a – uh, a plan in place to get them ready to that. Yeah, we have some return to sport criteria from a strength perspective are oftentimes, but but realistically, it's like having them jump back in and actually playing their sport without really building them up to make sure that they're conditioned to where their movement quality is going to, you know, stay high while they're actually under fatigue and working. And, you know, that's a huge problem as well. So if you're, you know, just worried about what somebody's hop test is post ACL before you send them in to do something, you know, you're missing the boat a little bit there. We have to start building that person up from a you know a conditioning perspective or an energy system perspective um, based on the demands of what they're getting back to and that's something that most people just you know I feel like don't have a great grasp of it's like if somebody's trying to get back on the soccer field well do we know what they need to be able to do on the soccer field not just you know how much strength they need compared to the unaffected side but like how what do they actually have to be able to do you know from an energy system perspective and are we confident that when we tell them hey you can go back to practice or you can go back and start competing again are they going to be able to handle the demands of that or are we putting them in a position where they're actually going to probably get hurt again and so I think that the conditioning side of thing is so underrated in this. And it's one of those things, yeah, we may only have an hour with that patient, but what are you telling them to do outside of the clinic? If this is an, an athlete or an active person, they're you know, giving them, you know, bike work to do on their own, you know, pro programming row intervals for somebody to do on their own. Like there's so much more we can be doing to help these people. And so I think that, you know, I'm so excited for people who, you know, are going to be in the clinic on Monday morning and changing their home exercise programs for people to, you know, instead of just giving them TKEs on the way home, you know, when they're at home, but giving them something that's going to really help them prepare for or their return to sport. That's deep, man. That's taking it a whole nother level there. You're not going to be able to pick. I got a little soapbox on 
That's right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you're going to be able to pick up on that with a lower extremity functional scale. You have to uh, assess a little deeper <laughs> than that piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. It just it it kills me sometimes because I think that's one reason you know I you know I, that people have maybe a um, a negative connotation with PT sometimes is because they're they get left hanging in some areas. And I think one of them is one, the more, you know, higher level strength conditioning part, you know, that's the, you know, preparing them from a conditioning perspective, but also understanding how to truly progress strength training and movement to, you know, allow them to really get back to where they need to be. Right. Cause mm-hmm. if I, you know, I have ankle weights up to 10 pounds and a bunch of TheraBands in my clinic, like I'm at a disadvantage and it's going to be tough for me to really get that person back to where they need to be. And so we're going to help talk to people about like, you know, what, how they can make the most of what they've got. But we're also going to talk about things that they probably need to invest in, in their clinic. And if their clinic's not going to buy it for them and they truly have their patient best interest in mind, you got to start thinking about getting it yourself. You know, if you don't have some, some kettlebells and some other things in your clinic, man, you got to try to figure out how you're going to provide your patient with the best. And so um, we'll go over some of that too outstanding this is gonna be good man i'm really excited it sounds just very just kind of all-inclusive on the side on the topic as well too and um you know again i i like i i'm a big fan of of live courses personally um you know i i i like them all you know i'm subscribed to virtual ice for example um you know learning on the internet learning virtually read plenty of books here and there um but you know i think that a lot of the stuff that you guys are saying is, is definitely going to fall into the psychomotor domain and uh, learning by doing is going to be important. Um, so, you know, even after attending this course, I mean, you got to continue to learn these movements, practice them and hopefully master them as time goes along. And I don't think that it's possible just to do that uh, via uploading it in your brain uh, by the internet. So um, this is going to be great, man. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, man. We're looking forward to it coming up soon, coming up soon. I know it's going to be soon. We're, uh, we're, I know we're getting some questions about some CEU stuff too. And, mm-hmm. and the state of South Carolina, of course, you have to get the course approved when the process is going through that. You have to submit all of your materials. We feel very confident on that one. It should hopefully hear back and be able to put that out there to everybody soon. Um, but I know some other states, um, like Kyle has done a lot of research there. Some states like Alabama and Georgia, you know, they're, you know, it's more about the, you know, the content of the course being appropriate. So I don't know, Kyle, if you want to touch on that at all. Yeah, we had we had someone ask about that from Alabama. Um, they already signed up, but um, they were at, they were actually told me um, this was like the first day we actually had already um, got it all together, and they said that you didn't have to. So I digged into it a little bit deeper, and um, for certain states, it's going to depend on the state that you're coming from, trying to get the thing used for. But I know for sure Alabama, they do not require any um, proof. So all you have to do is just give the certificate that we'll give you at the course and um, use that if they ask for proof of the use at the end of the uh, two-year period or however long that period is for your state. And uh, with, with that said, too, the, the link for the course for registration is in the show notes of this episode. And um, we'll continually update the website as, you know, the, the CEU units get uh get approved and all that stuff gets rolling along so we'll keep an update on that but um but yeah they're they are pending as of now awesome. well guys is there uh anything else anything else that you wanted to to get off your chest anything else you wanted to plug before we sign off maybe kyle tell the listeners where they can find you if they want to look you up on social media yeah instagram k w Thibodeau t-h-i-b-o-d-e-a-u-x that's where you find me on Instagram. And then um, if you have any questions about the course, you can email me at kyle at vertexpt.com. Awesome. 
Well, real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. Man, with this too, because like I know I, I have had some ideas about doing something like this before, and it really wouldn't happen without Kyle. Um, you know, he's uh, you know I wouldn't want to do this with anybody else because I think he's not only an incredible PT, but he, uh, he really has a gr- a great grasp of how to take these concepts and and explain them to people. So I'm really excited to to have him a part of this, and uh, he's going to be kind of the the person that can help take a lot of the things that I talk about on here um, for my athletes and how he implements them in the clinic itself. So uh, it should be a nice little mix. So I'm, I'm pumped to, to, you know, have Kyle along for this ride. Um, and, and I know it's going to be a, a great course for that reason. I echo this, man, if I ever, if I ever tear my other pec major, I want you to be my PT, Kyle. I want you to rehab me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. With uh, <laughs> it's Kyle is also Brandon's coach. Um, you know, fingers That's crossed right. that doesn't happen. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ten by ten next week. 10 That's 10, right. 10 That's 10. right. Yeah, just <laughs> we're not going to use anything from this course. We're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick before we sign off, I want to take a moment to thank all of our loyal listeners for all the shout outs on social media, the iTunes reviews, episode requests. We love all you guys and girls. And if you haven't already, be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Better Faster Podcast. And again, you can find the links for the upcoming course in the show notes. Hope you all have a great week and we'll be back next Monday. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at VertexPT.com or on the gram at VertexPT.